Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noda Francesco, and I am joined, as I always am, by my grandpa, Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska. Grandpa, how are you doing this fine Sunday afternoon here? It, it's it, We got our first snow yesterday. Uh, when I woke up, it was about, uh, I want to say, three or four inches of snow here in Fort Collins. How's, oh. how's weather looking in Nebraska for you guys? No, we got cold weather, and we didn't even get any precipitation that I'm aware of. So, so oh. you bet. Yeah, I saw that you, you snowed pretty much most of yesterday. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, it's still pretty much was yesterday. A lot of the in the mountains, they got it. They're getting the mountains are going to get another foot tonight, apparently. Oh, wow. uh, and so they already have 18 inches, so that's gonna be crazy. But uh, yeah, so first snow of the year comes in October, it's a little late for us. But um, Nebraska gets its fifth win five, five wait, wins. Wait, let, yeah, let's say that again. Nebraska, what was that you said? Nebraska gets its fifth win, so that and means it's not even the many, end of October, not even the end many, of October yet. How many games do they need to get to be bowl eligible? I believe just one. Oh my lord! <laughs> this is oh. wow. I mean, wow. This I don't think anyone would have thought this uh, coming into this year. Uh, of course, we're all optimists at the beginning of the season. You're like, oh, we want to see this rest team perform. But with all these injuries that Nebraska's oh. had, and 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 scoring 31 yesterday with the, the the they showed a graphic at one point during the game yesterday where it was here's all the starters that Nebraska had yeah. against Minnesota in game in week one, and now it's week nine and uh, or week eight. I forget which one, but uh, and they were like, okay, here there's only two of them. That are the same, uh, and it's, I believe it was uh, three, but three, sorry, yeah, three. It was eight uh, of them are they're gone, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, I mean, all these freshmen are stepping up, like, I th- these recruiting classes, I'm very this makes me very excited for all these recruiting classes that Matt Rule's putting together because if he's getting the talent out of Jalen Lloyd and uh, and, and Malachi Coleman and Jaden Doss and all these other guys that really haven't had a lot that kind of need to step up now in that receiving core, especially uh, and Emmett Johnson as well score. He scored his first touchdown for Nebraska yesterday. Um, and, and, and Thomas Fedoni kind of coming into his own. He's had a touchdown in the past. I want to say the past three straight games. I could be wrong about that, but still, I just, this is just so much fun to watch and be a part of that. Nebraska has a winning record and no longer the trash talk of all of college football. Uh, and I mean, it's not pretty, but it's a win. All of them, all these aren't, they're not exactly pretty, but they're wins. So we'll take them. Well, you know, <clears throat> West side, that's where your, your mom is an alumnus of West Omaha, West side high. They had two players on, on from that, from last year's team score yesterday. <clears throat> and you mentioned one of them that was, uh, uh, Jalen Lloyd, and he got a what seventy-three yard touchdown pass. That was his first Husker, his first college uh, uh, touchdown catch. Yeah, and then uh, Tristan Ovano. And you know what was so cool about Tristan? <clears throat> uh, Matt uh, Matt Rule send, brings him into the game. It's fourth down, and it's a fifty-five yard attempt. <laughs> the record is what fifty-seven, I think. Yeah, Alex Henry, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So 55 is not the chip shot. Yeah, he had the win at his back. Okay, I'll give you that. <clears throat> but he brings him in there because he started off, Tristan started, that's another freshman who was Westside last year. He starts him out, he starts out the season one of four field goals. Yeah. Uh, you could bench him. You got 
You got uh, Bleak Road sitting on the bench, who is a proven uh, place kicker. But no, he stays with the young guy, Tristan Albano, the first-year player. He goes in there and nails a 55-yarder. You tell me that doesn't send a message, not only to, to Tristan, but all the other kickers and all the other freshmen, young kids coming into this program. If you can play and you can show that you can play, you're going to get the backing of the coaches. And, and, and the coaches have done an incredible job. You, we're, we're talking about Malachi Coleman last week. He gets his first uh, career touchdown pass. He's a true freshman. Same way with Jalen Lloyd. Yep. You got to say, okay, that, you know, those are really good recruits, but they're coaching up these kids. They're telling them, you got to be ready because you don't know when your time is going to come up. We had other coaching staffs that the, the backup players just sat on the sidelines. They weren't ready to come in in the game. They were sticking with their starters. And if something happened to them, you went in there and you weren't prepared. And we yeah. lost games, you know. So I got to I, I gotta take my hat off. We all should take our hat off to that coaching staff. I, I'm blown away by it. I never, considering how many injuries, just, just on the offense, <clears throat> it, it's amazing. And in Nebraska, going into the game yesterday, I looked at the two-deep roster just for yesterday's game. We mentioned all the players that are out. Um, there are 10 freshmen in the two-deep for Nebraska's offense yesterday, 10 of them. <laughs> that's that's not saying, well, you do have a redshirt freshman in there in, in uh, Emmett Johnson, but, but yeah. still, that's, whoa, that's just incredible. And the, the, the fact that these kids can come in there and perform at the level that they have, again, that, sh that speaks volumes to the Carter Nelsons, to all these other kids, Caleb Betting coming into the, the program. It's like, yeah, just hang on. You're going to get the, you're going to get a chance and you're going to get coached up. Yeah. And then Matt rule, I guess last week was seen coaching the scouting team. He's there with them. I love Nobody it. Does that Scott Frost never did that. Oh no. He would never do that. Yeah, so, that's it's just amazing. I, I'm, I'm, I just, and the other thing you think about <clears throat> Nebraska's defense is just incredible. They, uh, Trev Alberts has to bring out his checkbook and write a big check for Tony White to keep him because people are going to be knocking in his door. They're going to be offering him a boatload of money. They need to come up with the money now. And maybe Trev has already done that. He's he's always looking at, you know, 10 steps in the future. So that's probably all already, you know, crossed his mind. He's probably already done something about it. So um, things are good. It's so nice. Five out of the last six games, Nebraska comes out a winner. You and I, we're, we're going to be up to our second year anniversary coming up in January. We've never experienced that before. So this is exciting. Yeah. And I mean, and just the fact like that Nebraska, you you look at all the things that this team last year would have lost because you look at you look at the turnover battle. Nebraska lost it again. Yep. Four turnovers. Uh, it, that four four fumbles lost. That is terrible. Uh, it, and it's something that I'm sure Matt Rule needs to fix. One of them kickoff right off right off the gate just fumbles uh -huh. it. That was great. Love watching that. Uh, and then. Sims had one that they Purdue returned for a touchdown that kind of made it a game in the fourth quarter when it yeah. shouldn't have been a game. Right. Uh, and and uh, 
I mean, and then and then the other two are just Harburg just got stood up and stripped at about the 15 or something uh, in, in the third quarter. And, and, and kudos, Nebraska's defense has played lights out this entire yes. year because yes. you look at that, you think, okay, <clears throat> Purdue gets the ball at the 15-yard line. What do they get out of that? Nothing. Because right. here's what Nebraska does. they The defense stops them, and the, the, the defense stops them, shoves them back, and then we block a field goal return for a touchdown. Like, that is what we need from Nebraska football, <laughs> is that is those kind of plays. And Quentin Newsom, uh, it just popped up right. Of course, blocking field goals is one thing versus uh, getting the pop-up perfectly right into Quentin Newsom's arms in stride. Basically it was like a little lob pass to him kind of, and he yeah. just races 68 yards for a touchdown. And uh, I mean, it was just a complete game by, by the defense and it, as it was last week and uh, only a hundred and Oh, how many, how many yards for Purdue? 195 yards. I had them under 200 yards of total offense yep. Yep. for Purdue cost three turnovers, two picks. Uh, Tommy Hill got two of them. Yep. Um, and and then one fumble. If you remember, we talked about this going into this game. I believe last week we talked about Devin Mockaby last yeah. year. His stats: thirty carries, one hundred and seventy-eight yards, and one yep. touchdown yep. against Nebraska. Oh. This year, seven carries, forty-two yards. Tell me, Nebraska has a bad run defense, and I will just tell you that stat again because that is that is quintessential of how Nebraska's defense has just completely changed. And he's a great running back. Oh it yeah, is like they got some third string who comes in, you know, mid season and, you know, comes off the bench and no, no, that Mockaby killed it. He had 202 total yard, total yards against Nebraska last year, 202. And what did he get? 46 yards yesterday, 42, 42 rushing 42. yards yesterday on seven attempts. And he fumbled once too. Yep. Yes, he did. Uh, and it's just like, man, that is he, this year. He's, he, he's not been as productive this year, uh, but, He's kind of on track for what he was last year. He's had four touchdowns, uh, 520 yards in total, and 112 carries, and Nebraska just silenced him, uh, which is amazing. And and that's something that a lot of teams have struggled to to do with uh, with Devin Mockaby, especially since Purdue's offense is kind of in shambles. As you saw, Hudson Card cannot throw the ball. He just looks – he looked kind of skittish or scared in the pocket a lot of the time. Nebraska's pressure got <laughs> back there too. a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not blaming him for that, yeah. but uh, – yeah, and I think that uh, Nebraska only had one sack yesterday, but they were just pressuring and pressuring and pressuring, and it just, it just eventually got there. And he threw, as I as I said, two picks, both to Tommy Hill, and then Devin Mockaby fumbles that uh, ball away. And uh, what 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 really st- what stood out to you here, Grandpa? Overall, I mean, we talked about the defense, but what about on offense here? What was who was your player of the game here on offense? Who did you think played pretty well in a in an offense that kind of has been struggling a lot recently? You know, I keep going back to the tank commander Heinrich Harburg. We don't win that game if 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 he's not playing. Did he have a perfect game? No, he doesn't have perfect games. He does not. But no. he he doesn't. He's unflappable. He doesn't get rattled. He'll have a bad play through, maybe throw an interception. He didn't have any interceptions yesterday, <clears throat> but he just keeps coming back. And he is, I think, the reason why the offense. I mean, they, they they can have a zillion ways to just quit, just say, "Oh boy, we've fumbled four times," and you know, "Woe is us." But they don't do that. They're they're so determined, and and he's, I think, one of the keys. I I, I I'm just blown away by him. Again, he's not a superstar. But he plays 
with a heart and a passion that is so nice to see. I love it. Yeah. And it, it, I was going to go with him as well. He, this is his first game in a bit without a pick. So I'll give him credit for that. He did, he only threw it 11 times. So, okay. Uh, but he had the 73 yard or sorry, 68 yard. Yeah. Six, I forget what 73 it was. to 73 to Jalen. To, to Jalen Lloyd. Uh, the 68 yard was the kick return. That's what I was thinking of. Um, right. And uh, it was virtually the same play. He hit Malachi Coleman on last week for that long touchdown um, it, of the uh, kind of just act like he's going to run or fake a handoff and then just drop back and, and throw it over the head of the defense where they're not, Purdue wasn't expecting that at that time because Nebraska just been run the ball, run the ball, run the ball basically. Um, and no, I, I, as I said before, I really kind of like this option that Nebraska started to play where it's really hard to beat uh, if Nebraska can keep getting first downs. So that's what makes me a little bit worried against teams like Wisconsin and Maryland, where uh, if you can't get first downs, the the other team's offense can or not in the case with Wisconsin, but with Maryland uh, coming up here. I, I think that their defense or sorry, their offense will be able to score and counter punch Nebraska fairly quickly, whereas Purdue is not and Northwestern wasn't able to either so uh we'll just have to run the ball and keep the ball for longer but nebraska held the ball for six more minutes than purdue did yeah uh, and and a lot of that goes to how much nebraska runs the ball obviously so you run more time off the clock and speaking of the running game i think my other player of the game here on the offense would be emmett johnson yep. uh, 76 yards 13 carries not an impressive stat line but about six yards a carry and one touchdown for 28 yards i believe just kind of a nice yep. uh between the tackles run and he's kind of been something that we need to rely on. And it looks like Anthony Grant's not really in the game plan anymore. He only had six carries for 18 yards uh, yesterday. And uh, of course we have no other running backs besides those two. Uh, so, I mean, this could be an em Emmett Johnson season, really it, it, Heinrich and Emmett Johnson kind of running off each other and in uh, making this run game for Nebraska, which really sucks because if you, I, I mean, of course, the hindsight's twenty twenty. But if you stick in uh, a Gabe Irvin or a Ramir Johnson into the system, man, I think Nebraska is able to get about one hundred and twenty yards of rushing every single game from one of those guys. Maybe just well, by, and, by and, how much we run the ball. And give me an offensive line that's been playing together. Oh yeah, exactly <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> that definitely helps. Louise. Yeah, but uh, hopefully there's no more injuries now. Uh, on the offensive line, I mean, we're not going to be able to take many more. We might have to start using Fedoni as a tackle or something. Uh, but uh, we'll see. I, in it, it just sucks that it's coming at a time when Nebraska really needs them. I, I think Nebraska will make a bowl game. I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion. Now we should beat Michigan State. Uh, I hope the players aren't thinking that because I, I think Michigan State's the last kind of gimme game, if that makes sense. Uh, Maryland, I'm not Maryland. I it's weird. We'll talk about the Big Ten scoreboard in a minute, but Northwestern beat them this weekend, yeah. which I don't fully understand. Uh, yeah. and and that's their second loss in a row, I believe. So, um. So we'll see. I don't know about Maryland. Wisconsin scares me a little bit too. They took Ohio State uh, yeah. to to four quarters. They had to play all four quarters. Ohio State did against Wisconsin. It, they won. Ohio State won by fourteen, but uh, still. Um, and then Iowa is a team that is always difficult to beat, no matter how good they seem oh, to yeah. be. And and Iowa oh, yeah. is seems to be pretty decent this year as they as they usually are. So uh, the Michigan State's that last gimme game really, and Nebraska needs that. 
uh, in order, you, if you secure bowl eligibility next week, I don't think many people are going to care if you lose to Wisconsin and Maryland. Uh, people will care a little bit more if you lose to Iowa. And by saying people, I mean Husker fans. Uh, I think I might care a little bit more if we get destroyed by Iowa. I don't think that's going to be the case because I don't think Iowa can score more than 20 points ever. Uh, so against a Big Ten team, at least, and especially a team with Nebraska's run defense playing the way it is. So um, what about on the defensive side of the ball here, Grandpa? We talked about the defense in general, but was there a guy that stuck out to you? Well, you mentioned Tommy Hill. Um, he had two interceptions. You gotta, you gotta kind of look at that. I, I, I put down as my players of the game for defense would be Tommy Hill, and then Isaac Gifford. He put in a maybe his best game as a Husker. I don't know. Ten total tackles for the game. That's a. He was all over the field yesterday, but Tommy Hill, I guess, because of his two inter- interceptions, would uh, that was that was great. Uh, I was both. There's so many great players on defense. You you know, it's hard to narrow it down. That's why I just said it was a tie between Tommy and and uh, Isaac. Yeah, yeah, I go for those two guys too. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think Isaac Gifford played his best game this season yesterday, and then uh, and then Tommy Hill best game as a Husker, as you said. Uh, and you can see those. Uh, I mean, you can see why he's still there and why he's still playing, and he's just been switched around so much and not played, and there's been all this weird stuff happening with him. And then he he, he plays, and you can see why uh, they wanted him at Nebraska, and he just really locked down Purdue's wide receivers. And to be fair, Purdue doesn't have that great of wide receivers, but. Uh, I mean, I'll take two picks. One of them sealed the game. The other one was a really poorly thrown ball from Hudson card uh, kind of way behind his receiver. And uh, Tommy Hill just comes underneath it and picks it. So it was really great play from him. Um, What about special teams, grandpa? You're going to go with Tristan Alvano. Is that just because we we talked about him earlier, but. I think the, the special teams play was, I believe the, uh, the blocked field goal attempt in my opinion. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Elijah Judy is the one who who uh, blocked it, and then Quentin Newsom. Uh, he the two of them ran down the sideline, the west sideline for a sixty-eight yard return. That was something you you're not expecting. You're you're, you're oh, expecting no. either the field goal to be good or it's just wide right or something, and then you know you go on and you get the ball. But that was that was great. I, I love to see that. Um, but then you got to look at Elvano's fifty-five yard fourth quarter field goal. You know, it's the second longest in school history, and the kid has played what six? I don't know. Let's see, eight games. Eight games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about that. He's going to get a lot of chances. Oh yeah. In the NFL, there's no question about that. Oh, no question in my mind. Yeah, and I think I don't. I don't know. I mean, kickers obviously. I don't know how the rank star ranking works, but I don't think I've ever seen a five-star kicker before. That might be a thing, but that's pretty unlikely. But I'm pretty – I mean, in my mind, Tristan Vaughn is a five-star kicker. Uh, I think yeah. he's probably the best kicker that, uh, as I've been saying, that Nebraska's had since Alex Henry uh, or, or Brett Maher, one of those two guys probably. And uh, just like, wow. I mean – 55 yards. I, I mean, I get it. The wind was at his back, but still 55 yard field goal is not something to scoff off for a freshman right, who's been right. kicking for, for eight games, as you said, here, grandpa. So, uh, and then as, and then, um, as I said, Bushini as last week, Bushini, I uh, just really take it for granted. Five punts, 228 yards, total average of 46 yards, a punt two inside the 20. His long was a 59 yard punt. Uh, and only one touchback. So, I mean, man, that is huge, huge asset to have. And 
and especially when the offense is kind of struggling, you need to win the field position battle. He has just been clutch for, for Nebraska these past three weeks. And uh, I mean, Nebraska moves to five and three. Um, what, how are you feeling right now, grandpa? Do you, are you feeling shocked? Do you think this, did you think after the first few weeks that this was going to end up like this? Uh, what, what's kind of the emotions running through you right now? That's a great question. You know, what we saw in the Minnesota game was a defense that was that came to play. Our offense just, you know, laid an egg and, and that's yeah. unfortunate. So I'm not surprised with the defense. And then they showed up at Colorado, except they ran out of gas and we kept turning the ball over. And again, the offense is trying to kill the, uh, the defense's efforts. So, uh, but the defense has been the one thing we didn't play very well as a team against Michigan. And I think some of that, I thought it was a little bit of stage fright. Like they're on the, the, the field with the, many would say the top team in, in the country in Michigan, they were number two at that time. And I don't know, it'll, they'll get a chance to, to, uh, you know, see if they're worthy of that. But uh, outside of that Michigan game, I think Nebraska's defense has come to play and they don't quit. They don't give up. They're in that game all the way through. And uh, I'm I'm blown away by them. But I, I, I picked Nebraska. I thought we would win at least six games. And I thought there's a chance that we could get seven. So that, that dream and that prediction is still alive. And I, I would not, it would not shock me if we got to seven wins. Uh, it wouldn't shock me, but I, there are some speed bumps in the way. And you mentioned Wisconsin, Iowa, just as great defense, great special teams. I know as, as much as we've been fumbling and, and beating ourselves, they're going to seize on every opportunity. Their offense is just terrible, one of the worst in the whole country. It might even be the worst. I'm, I'm in terms of scoring offense. I'm not. I, I I just was looking at that, and I remember. But they were in the the high hundreds. That's all I can remember. And and who are you talking about? Sorry, Iowa. <clears throat> oh yeah, Iowa. Yeah, I'd have to look at that again too. But man, like as you said, seven wins is not an impossibility for Nebraska, and and. I think that is something that is attainable. We're going to have to work. You're going to have to beat a team close that right. you're not supposed to. I, I don't think right. it's going to probably have to be that Iowa or Wisconsin game is my guess. I think Maryland will beat Nebraska because uh, well, do you have anything else on the game here, Grandpa, or, or can we move on to some Big Ten scoreboard here real, real yeah, quick? Yeah, they would do that, sure. Okay. Um, because looking at the Big Ten West right now, you all read off. So Nebraska's tied for first. They were tied yep. for first That's right. in the Big Ten West with Minnesota, Iowa, and Wisconsin. Minnesota has a tiebreaker over us because they beat us head to head. Yeah. Um. So we have to have them lose at least another game. More. They have to lose one game more than us. Iowa. If we beat them, we have the head to head over them. Wisconsin. If we beat them, we have the head to head over them. Yep. And that gives them conference losses, so it won't matter anyway. But still that those two games are going to be huge. And as we look coming this week uh, or sorry, in this past week, Ohio state played Wisconsin uh, and Wisconsin was leading 10 to 10 to 10 to nine at one point, maybe 10 to it was maybe tied 10, 10 at one point. Um, and then Ohio state kind of just slammed the door in the fourth quarter or third and fourth quarter scoring two touchdowns. They ended up winning that game 24 to 10. 
Uh, Kyle McCord threw two interceptions. He is definitely the problem that Ohio State is having to yeah. overcome this year. Uh, that'd be a nice problem to have if your quarterback, if your quarterback's the only problem and you're eight and zero and you're number yeah. three in the country. I wish Nebraska had that problem. Uh, but uh, anyway, and then Penn State and Indiana. Indiana almost upsets Penn State. Uh, yeah. They were Indiana was winning, uh, I, I believe, by. Uh, or it was tied at 24. Sorry, excuse me. It was tied at 24 in the fourth quarter with about a minute and a half left. And uh, then Penn State gets uh, Drew Aller throws a, I believe I want to say a 50, 60 something yard touchdown pass. Uh, and then Penn State blocks a punt out of the back of the end zone or they get a safety somehow to, to end up with a 9.33 to 24 win. That game was weird because Indiana has been terrible this entire year. They're 0 and 5 in the Big Ten. And uh, Penn State, of course, you you look at the letdown spot they played Ohio State last week, and um, that was maybe they were still thinking about that. But and and then you look at Maryland, uh, who who loses to Northwestern twenty seven to thirty three. I I mean, I don't even know what happened here. I didn't watch this game. I just saw the final score, and I was very very surprised by that. Maryland seems vulnerable at least a little bit. They're two and three in the Big Ten. Nebraska has a better conference record against sorry in the big 10 the maryland does i never thought i'd say that uh yeah. northwestern has been winning a bunch of random games they're not supposed to they've quadrupled their win ratio win total right. from last season and right. I, I think this is definitely a win in their books i don't think they'll make a bowl i don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like specifically but i don't think they'll make a bowl game i uh, they might get to five wins win. they need two wins yeah That's they do it need. yeah and i i think I think their schedule is, yeah, they play Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois. So maybe they can, if you beat Purdue and Illinois, maybe you can do it. Um, and that would be insane because Nebraska, that, that just makes Nebraska's record look even better uh, beating that Northwestern team. So we'll see two weeks until that Maryland game for Nebraska, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then Minnesota finally here beats Michigan State 27-12. to 12. Uh, Michigan State only scored field goals, I believe, uh, in the first and fourth quarters. Um, and uh, Minnesota just ran all over Michigan State. Um, and Minnesota is not a scoring juggernaut. Let's no, they're not, they are not. Uh, and uh, Jordan Newbin is there, uh, he's a sophomore running back for them. He had 40 rushing attempts for 204 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, in that game. So that's, wow. that's huge for Minnesota. Uh, they will be playing next week against Illinois. That should be a win. And then they play at Purdue. That should be a win as well. And then they play at Ohio state and Wisconsin. So, I mean, that's two conference wins. Nebraska has got to match that. And then I think Minnesota will lose to Ohio state. Wisconsin, I think has a shot to beat Minnesota. That game will be very good in the last week of the season. Uh, but we we will see. Nebraska could screw it up by then and 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 totally fumble the bag. But uh, and then also in it, this is not Big Ten related, but uh, Kansas beat Oklahoma thirty eight to thirty three. Yeah. Oh, that that was game was fun. man, that game was fun to watch. Uh, and you you love seeing Oklahoma losing games. Uh, I, I know that the rivalry is not uh, exactly as prevalent as it used to be when when you were started watching Nebraska football, Grandpa. But uh, I am not a fan of Oklahoma, and I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are not. Uh, so that was that was great to see them uh, lose to Kansas, a Kansas team that's been kind of struggling this year. 
um, and, and not doing as well as most people thought they were going to, but, uh, that was, that was pretty amazing. But, uh, what are your thoughts on all those scores here, Grapper, just the big 10 in I, general? I watched the Northwestern Maryland game and Northwestern was in charge of that game all game. Uh, that was, I was watching that. And I said, wow. And Northwestern, when, when we watched that game last, uh, Saturday, I thought Northwestern was a lot better team. And I said to uh, my buddy Doug, I said, I, that team is going to win some games. And I, I'm not predicting that they're going to go, you know, run the table, but they're good enough. They can beat. And that, that Braun, uh, Coach Braun, he came over from North Dakota State, I believe. He was a, their defensive coordinator. He was hired yeah. by Northwestern to be the DC. Then Fitzgerald gets the axe and they elevate him to, uh, interim head coach and, and man I, he's he has to be they have to give that that uh that permanent title to him he's he's got those kids believing in themselves kind of a little little bit like uh like matt rule go back yeah. to the basics and so I, I i was i was happy and of course it makes nebraska's win over northwestern look even better they scored nine points on us never scored a touchdown and um and and they they allowed or they scored thirty three points against Maryland and they they gave up twenty seven points so uh, and we scored seventeen points on on Northwestern I believe but uh, yeah I, it this is injuries pile up this time of year you don't know who's gonna that's who's gonna be have the advantage in the, in those games so I think going down the stretch this is gonna be very exciting uh, for Husker fans. Um, I would not rule Nebraska out on any of those games. Um, that's exciting because you could look at, you know, last year and the five years before that, and you could say, well, we're going to lose these and might win this game. And uh, the, the the only exception was the Iowa game last year that you and I watched that together. It was 24 to nothing at one point in the third quarter. And we thought, no. And then, <laughs> and then Mrs. Husker Dan says, well, they're going to win this. I said, no, never underestimate. <laughs> never say that. Never say that. That's defeat from the jaws <laughs> of victory. And we did hang on. That was, that was great. Yeah. They just want to, they just want to get the TV ratings up. They just want to make the game a little bit more exciting than it was billed for. <laughs> that was what, that's what they that's what Casey Thompson was doing. So uh, yeah, we don't have that, uh, that duo back any longer, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You want to, you want to talk about the Michigan state game coming up? Yeah. Let's wrap up with the Michigan state preview here. Uh, we got some rankings as we always do, but uh, offense wise, total offense, uh, Michigan state, 113th, Nebraska, 112th. Yeah. yeah. How about this? Uh, I mean, for the 111th spot, who can win? Uh, yeah. And uh, Michigan State has a better scoring offense, 91st than Nebraska, 102nd. Uh, Michigan State has a way worse rushing offense, 115th than Nebraska does, 26th. Nebraska is a 26th best rushing offense with a beat-up offensive line in yeah. the country. That is amazing to me. Uh, passing offense, Michigan State 87th, Nebraska 130th, so just abysmal, but we don't – throw the ball that much just because of the new option that Matt rules kind of stuck in there. Um, and then defense wise, total defense, uh, Michigan state 55th in the nation. So this might be a little bit of a tougher test for, for Nebraska offensively to score some points, Nebraska 13th best total defense of the nation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's, that's that. I think that's, that's, I think that's a little low actually. Um, I'm just kidding. That's I'll take that over anything right now that their defense is playing Sixth outstanding. Rushing defense. Yeah. And say, 
Yeah, sixth in rushing defense, uh, Michigan State 44th in rushing defense. Scoring defense, Nebraska 21st, Michigan State 84th. Pass defense, Michigan State coming in at 76th in the nation, Nebraska 59th in the nation. Uh, And then time of possession, Nebraska 40th in the nation, Michigan State 110th. Turnover margin, Michigan State 124th, Nebraska 129th. So when we're predicting score here, Grandpa, we really should be predicting how many combined turnovers are these teams going to have. No kidding. I don't know if that's – we've seen Nebraska, of course, that bad and and then playing an opponent who is equally as bad. I mean, there's not a whole lot of difference between being 129th and 124th. Those are terrible uh, turnover margins, terrible. You can get what 131 is the worst you can get. 131, so, 132nd, something along there, yeah. So it's going to be up to Nebraska's defense, I think, to uh to score. I think maybe if they get a turnover, get an interception, pick six, block kick, block punt, whatever. Um, you know, and and right now, uh Michigan State's won only two games. I, I guess when I started looking at that, I thought I thought they had won maybe a, a game or two more than that. That their only two wins are over Central Michigan, 31-7, and Richmond, 45-17. <laughs> and they lost, you know, Washington is is one of the top teams in the country. And they there's no no crime in losing to them. They lost uh, seven to forty-one. Maryland, they lost nine thirty-one. Iowa, they lost sixteen to twenty-six. Rutgers 24 to 27. That's a close game. And Rutgers is a good team. Yep. Uh, and in Michigan, they get blown out just about as bad as, as Nebraska did, uh, zero to 49. And in Minnesota, um, they they lost to them 12 to 27. Uh seems odd to to say the score is backward, but that's anyhow. Yeah. It's when you dealing with losses, but so <laughs> yeah. This is a this is a very winnable game for Nebraska. It's just if they get away from this circular firing squad, and that's you know, there's going to be a, a time that that these turnovers, these these shooting yourselves in the foot, is going to come to an end, and there's going to be a tolerable level of turnovers. You know, maybe you get an interception for a game, maybe you fumble once, and then you pick up, you you go plus in the in the turnover margin. Think about what that would happen if Nebraska hadn't fumbled four times yesterday. We would have, I think, we would have scored fifty points on those guys yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I think so points too. easily. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And it, I mean, Nebraska has a negative five turnover ratio in the country. Uh, we have lost seven fumbles. That doesn't seem right, but uh, anyway, I mean, it's just abysmal as you're saying. If you if we don't fumble the ball as much. Uh, Nebraska, this team could score a ton of points per game uh, if we just had the ball longer. We still may, may manage to hold onto the ball for a ton of time anyway. So, yep. uh, I mean, we just you just got to keep cashing them in for points, and I, I think that's what Matt Rule's doing, and he's building up building up this offense slowly. Uh, we just about nailed the the scoring prediction. If Nebraska didn't get all these miscellaneous uh, blocked field goal returns for touchdowns, uh, it was it would have been twenty four to fourteen. I think you said uh, I want to say you said twenty to or seventeen fourteen. Grandpa, and then I said yeah, twenty probably. to fourteen. Uh, Nebraska. So uh, last week we probably the closest we've been this season for score predictions. Uh, what are you going here for this Michigan State game, Grandpa? Well, that's a great. I haven't even seen the odds. Have you? If you check the odds, 
I have not. I can do. I'll do that right now. Yesterday's but, uh, game, Nebraska was a two and a half point favorite, and they won. Right, and, and I was going to say that line actually switched. Purdue was favored by a point going into that game. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah, I just saw that when I was looking at the game. But uh, man, I, I mean, people do not believe in Nebraska's offense at all. The line right now for the Michigan State game, uh, as of a week before, basically, is Nebraska by three and a half. That sounds about right. That's yeah, awesome. given given our offense, I think that the point margin max we're probably going to get in these games is I want to say four points in favor of Nebraska, probably at most, uh, just because our offense can't score that much and you can't rely on your defense to score every single point for you. So, um, but what what would your score prediction be here, Grandpa? And you know, I haven't really given it. I would say, I would say twenty one ten Huskers. Okay. Uh, uh, I I don't see and unless we do another repeat performance from yesterday and and leave the ball lying on the on the turf. If we just play, re, you know, don't beat yourself. Play good fundamental football. I we can beat the we can beat anybody on the schedule. Oh yeah, and that's saying something. As you said, Wisconsin and Iowa are going to be tough opponents, and Maryland too, for that matter. But you, Nebraska is cannot afford to take anybody for granted. You can't, you can't take a day off or a week off. You're thinking, well, we can go in to go to Michigan state and we can snocker those guys. No, it's, it's, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta fasten on the chin strap every day, every practice and come to Saturday and you gotta be, you gotta be, have your hair on fire. And if we do that, we don't beat ourselves who knows what the score could be? We saw what happened yesterday. You know, we were we were leading twenty four to nothing, and then we had a couple of meltdowns. And uh, they would have never scored a touchdown on us if we hadn't have given them the ball. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. And, and you give up that Jeff Sims fumbles, of course, because yeah. Jeff Sims for a touchdown, and and then there's that. But uh, yeah, we'll see about this Michigan State game coming up here next week. Man, Nebraska will be bowl eligible coming into this episode next week. Your grandpa, that is crazy to think about. Oh. So. Hopefully we'll come back with that next week. Go beat Michigan State. Go tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone about the show. Uh, we'll be back next week with hopefully another Nebraska win that would make it three in a row for Nebraska here. That would be absolutely four in a row. Sorry, excuse yeah, me, four right. in a row. I'm, I'm so used to saying these, these small numbers for Nebraska win totals. I'm not used to saying these large numbers, but we'll be back next week with another Nebraska win. Hopefully, knock on wood, 